0: Belarusian thunder. have you
1: ever heard of a fisher cat it's sort of like uh barrett wolverine where i could eat like a thousand tootsie rolls dude i just love it yeah i had a very uh joe rogan-esque day today yeah getting after it uh got a lift in and then i bike i bike 10 miles in, um, in the gym no. So I just, I took Cam's little, uh, bike and, um, basically like we're out at Chaco. We're in the middle of the country out there. Yeah. And like, um, do you know where Hooterville is? Yeah, I, I went so. in the direction of Hooterville and I just started wandering. I got lost. Like literally on a bit. road. Yeah. Just on, oh, a even notch, jealous. not even a real, um, road, but like a dirt road. And it was just farm after farm.
0: I'm actually in jealous.
1: Is, is it a is it a, a road bike or is it like a mountain bike? It's a road bike, and I popped the tire because I was, a, <laughs> I was on a mountain. You doing tricks? You're doing crazy stuff. I was I was speeding down some of these fat hills, and I just I hit a little divot, and I haven't told Cam nah. yet. But I how'd, you tire. how'd you get back? How'd you get I popped it right at the end, which okay. was sweet. That's good. It yeah. could have been
0: bad. No, that could have. Been I was really thinking bad. that like if I had like two miles even. You'd have had to timer. carry that bike, or you'd had to roll that bike and walk two miles. I would have been walking. I would have been walking, but damn, it was cool. Well, I'm. I. I, I had a, a. I've been on the pressure washing grind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had a, fuck yeah, dude. I've been. I've been. I put out a, a thing on campus notices. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I would just get email every every other day. I get an email from about, students. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I get another email that's about pressure washing, so. So you've been, uh, what professors have you done? I had, there's this there this woman that works in um, the the Career and Professional Development Office. Um, yeah. Mrs. Steck, our Lego Steck. So I, did, I just did hers actually today. I had to finish it up. It was like a porch. And then I did someone that worked in the admissions office that actually turned out, read my application and like let me in the school. No. Like, he's like, oh, you're from South Carolina. He's like, I remember your name. And I was like, he's like, I was reading. And he like worked in admissions at like different private schools for like 50 years. But he's, he's done. He's been here for about was like 15. He just retired or something. That's cool. So and then I have someone else. But it's not even just it's not even just um, people that work here. It's it's and anyone can see campus notices. You can like make it available to even people that are just w retirees, it says on there or people in the community. So wow. people in the community sign up for WNO emails and I'm, I'm getting an email oh, really? Yeah. They're like, Hey, I saw your ad in the press watching. It's crazy. Cause I did, I did Facebook ads forever yeah, and I have like me. legit like, um, Couple animations. Yeah. Man. And it doesn't do shit. Right. It doesn't do anything, but, um, it's all word of mouth. So they see that. And then, uh, yeah, I get, I get hit up for that. So I've been, I've been staying busy. That's badass. Yeah. That's how Lexington is. Yeah, but then I did that, and then I had to go on the Appalachian Trail and film all day for my documentary filmmaking class. That's sweet. No, it's great. It's, it's It was fun to be out there, and then I came back, and then threw the baseball, and then I did a workout, and now I'm here, so. Let's go. I got I got a Swedish fish in one hand. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> I was going to load up with your candy. <laughs> I could fuck be the, with Swedish fish. I give you a thing for your podcast is like, Every guest gets candy.
0: Gets a type of candy? You think yeah. I should switch it up?
1: Yeah. You could assign a certain type of candy to your guest. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That could be good. I can ask them if they like chocolate or fruit flavor, and then I just I choose what I think is good for, good. Yeah. What's your favorite candy? Oh, I was gonna tell you that recently I would never I would never put Swedish fish in my top five. But it's just yeah. one of those like when you want it. You want the last one? Take the last one. solid one. Yeah, sure, thank you. They're so good. I would never put them in my top five but when you want it like it's such a pr- particular flavor that like it's just perfect it's good you know? it's solid I like I Sour, Sour Patch Kids a know. lot I was gonna say strong, Sour though. Patch Kids are- I
1: got a kind of hot take Sour Sour Patch those Kids people are- don't like Tootsie Rolls but I could eat like a thousand Tootsie Rolls dude I just love it I love their chocolate flavoring cool consistency yeah, it's, a weird, it's not even what, what is it a chocolate flavor yeah it's like chocolatey but it's like sweeter than chocolate but it's also kind of like a taffy sort i of love that i love the consistency yeah you ever had a charleston chew fuck yeah dude yeah you said i like my to freeze mom like my oh you freeze them put them in the freezer yeah and then you can like
0: really like bite down they melt in your mouth charleston cool. are good because it has it's not nougat is it what is the white stuff in the middle I don't know, know, but it's good. It's good. It is good. My mom used to have them um, all the time, and I the boxes, and I would always go in high school because I have a sweet tooth. So I eat pretty clean. I don't really eat fried stuff. Um, I don't eat ice cream, really. But my go-to is, like, when I want to splurge, you know, especially during the season, I'll just get candy, like, sweet-ass candy. So I'll go. During high school, I would go to Walgreens and – I'd get, they had like a a four for four deal. So you get four boxes for $4 and I get two Mike and Ikes. I get the sour Mike and Ikes, the mega mix. Fuck yeah. And the regular one. And then I get one chocolate thing, but I've always liked the, the fruit flavored stuff.
1: Yeah. It's my go-to. My splurge is ice cream. cream. I'm with you though. Um, Kono just visited this weekend and he's really big into like sort of like new wave nutrition And, um, you know, because there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's almost like a conspiratorial sort of thing where you're looking at what, like, the World Health Organization um, says are, like, the most optimal foods. And, like, a lot of them aren't good. Like, um, they just Um, recently came out with this one thing that was, like, don't eat eggs. Mm -hmm. And that's just ridiculous. Um,
0: I think I saw that.
1: Yeah, I think I saw the exact thing that
0: you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I think the the algorithms are pretty good and like I care about that stuff and I listen to a lot of that stuff, especially like things like ginseng and different like roots that are good for you. Like you've probably heard about like the lion diet, Jordan mm-hmm. Peterson. That's his thing. Um, what was I saying though? But yeah, he's really into like new wave sort of like alternative nutritional theories like, and Like new stuff? Like well, yeah, well, maybe new not wave. new way. Maybe you could say just like unconventional, I guess would be a good word for it. And just unconventional in the sense that it's not your... Like you've probably heard a whole bunch about fasting. And then like it just breaks away from this frame of traditional have three meals a day. Like um, don't have bacon or sausage in the morning because that's processed meat and then you get into like the whole rabbit hole of like how meat is made in our country and that oh, whole thing and like i started doing the intermittent fasting i usually don't eat until like 1 p.m you start why, why usually you start that? um honestly since like i got to college it's just sort of like you know it, it's just an extra like at least 30 minutes to make yourself a breakfast you know so it's like i'd rather just like Burn some calories, go to class, go to practice, and then eat
0: afterwards. And I'm I'm not usually that hungry in the morning anyway. I'm um, the exact opposite, dude. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and I don't even consume that many calories. I sh- I should be consuming. So, I couldn't find. By the way, I couldn't find the the list, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I had like crazy stuff at the top. It was like, don't eat kale. Yeah. It was like kale. whack. It was. It, I I don't. I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a parody.
1: Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. That's in the sense that it's unconventional, that it's like, Oh, eat your veggies, this is good for you and then like a lot of these people argue that vegetables aren't good for you, like thinking about it evolutionary, like vegetables were an afterthought. That's like if you couldn't find any meat. So that meat is the primary thing yeah. that gives you like a lot of your nutrition and stuff. Um I get a lot of anti vegan reels. That <laughs> sort of Talk about how veganism is a scam and I hope I I hope I say that loud enough so my microphone picks up and starts showing me. Yeah, so Mr. Matt Mayjoy can know that he's being lied to. I can do that. But I I'm not going I don't eat enough meat, but And I guess what's weird for him is like some people do veganism for like whatever they think the nutritional um benefits are gonna be, but then he does it for the moral reason. He does it for the like um you know factory farming and the basically it's an animal rights thing for him and i've also gotten some reels about how like if you really want to take like death of animals as like the proxy for morality here like Mm -hmm. um the pesticides used to produce so much of the vegan diet like kills all these like little underfeeders within fields so like if you're really concerned about not killing any animals it's basically an impossible task when you think about like large scale food production. Things are going to be dying, and um, yeah, I don't know. But the factory farming stuff's pretty crazy.
0: Like no, yeah, I I had him on, and he was like going on. I kind of zoned out for a part of it because he was like, he went down some rabbit hole. But yeah, he was basically talking about like, if you seen the way they they kill, like, and I'm sure it's like terrible, but yeah. like. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, that, that's why. I mean, I, I'm a big hunting proponent. Does that make sense? Yeah, proponent of. I, I think. I think it's necessary for maybe not necessary, but I think it's very valuable to learn how, like, you get your meat. It just doesn't show up in a store. Like yeah, people understand the process come. of hunting, but I mean, it's. It can be as respectful and peaceful, but at the same time, it can also be if, if you if you don't do it right and you're. You know, you don't really know what you're doing. It can be kind of uh, pretty graphic. Yeah. Like I, I grew up hunting, so I've, I've killed a lot of uh, turkeys and deer. And we've always kind of preached that, one, you always eat what you kill. Yeah. We've never trophy hunted. You always eat what you kill. Um And I guess just try to al- always... There, there's a way to know where you're shooting an animal and what gun and all that kind of stuff that all goes in so you can't so you can humanely take its life that it doesn't have to suffer. Yeah. You know. So like um i am never hunted. It's fun. It's it's an interesting experience. I mean, it's not it takes a lot of patience. Cuz you're yeah. going to go out there. I, I I went with my friend who has a farm like back in October or something and he's saying like all right we may get something which i mean, I've hunted before and that's kinda how it is. Like you're not guaranteed anything that's why it's hunting. It's not killing but you go out there, you get up at four a M or you can do it at night. It's your call. Um get up at four A. M. get in the stand by four thirty and then you just sit until the sun rises and they come mm-hmm. out right before the sun comes up. And, and turkey. you do? Well I guess both. Both deer and turkey. Mm-hmm. They're they're um the seasons kind of overlap but it's not very close. I could I could be wrong on that. I haven't I haven't done it in a while. I'm pretty sure. Um but when you go deer hunting, you're sitting in a stand and you're like you're focused and you're just looking and you're staring. And so you can be on your phone because now they have stands where you can just like it's basically the only thing is your head popping up and you can get your rifle over. But you're basically just looking for any movement in the field. And after two hours of just doing that and the light changing, you start to hallucinate, dude. It's fun. It, it, it's cool because.
1: What do you, you mean like hallucinating from exhaustion from sitting there and trying to Just hallucinating attention? looking at the same field.
0: You're usually looking uh, about you're yeah. 50 to 75 yards out. Sorry. Um, someone's calling me. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Your mind plays tricks yeah, on you when you're, you're anticipating at, seeing something. And there's not a lot of light yeah so the light's kind of changing because the sun's coming up so you're just looking and there's so many times where you're looking at a branch and then you're convinced it's a deer yeah and then you like shake your head and it's not and then one time i was looking and i swear i blinked there was nothing in the field i blinked and then there was a doe just eating wow and their 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 nose they say is better than a bloodhound's so you have to make sure that you're downwind from it because if you're upwind and the wind blows past you and you're not you don't kill all the scent on you it'll smell that it'll make a sound to alert the other deer that 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 place is you know um, I guess uh, like there's a human there or something there that's and then they just all scatter so it's very there's a lot that goes into it but when you see that deer your heart starts racing because it's crazy and then when you get up to it after you kill it because you have to track it unless you drop it Like it's, you track it and then you get up to it and it's bigger than you think. And it's just cool. It's just an interesting experience. So you say most of the time you, uh, drop it or you have to follow it and track it. Uh, definitely track it. I mean, to drop it one, there are two, there are about three ways to drop it. One, you could shoot in the head, but that's, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, no, there are three ways to shoot in the head. You can, or there are three ways to, to drop it. You can either shoot it in the head. Not a lot of people are gonna shoot in the head, especially if it's a buck, because you probably want to mount it, and then you just blow its brains up, and it's gonna fuck everything else up. You can shoot it in the neck. Again, if you're gonna mount it, most people get a, a neck mount. If it's a if it's a buck, if it's a if it's a female, it doesn't really matter. You just eat it. You can't do that, but most people, what you want to do is you want to make a noise, and it like it'll turn towards the way of the noise, and it'll stretch out, and you want to shoot it right under its, and just shoot it in the heart, and no, it'll right. drop. Yeah. Mm. But it's wow. like, it's very particular because you have to account for bullet drops. So you want it just a little bit above the heart, even at like 75 yards, Wow. everything goes into it. But most of the time they run off for like 200 yards and you got to track blood. Yeah. Track blood. Yeah. Yeah. With a green light. You shine a green light and the blood comes up black. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's eerie. That's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes there have been t- like times where I haven't had to, but y- you track for hours and you don't find anything. You have to go back the next morning when it's like right that morning, I guess, when it's light out. It's, it's a lot, but it's, it's something. I mean, I've, my dad grew up huge hunter. His dad didn't hunt, so he, my dad taught himself and mm. then he taught us and I kind of fell out of it, but I still like, enjoy it. I'll go with a friend, but I won't, I prefer other things above it. But, uh, my brother is huge hunter. Really? Yeah. James, he's in uh, eighth grade. Nice. Wow. Yeah. You ever hunt with a bow and how is the experience different? No, I've, I've, I've never hunt with a bow. I have a compound bow. Um, well, I had one. It, it fit me when I was like 12, and it was, you know, it's it's so much harder because think about this with a turkey. They say a tur- so, deer has like the nose better than a bloodhound, right? So it can smell. Yeah. Turkeys can hear, right? No, see. Really? It's like looking wow. through an eight times scope for them. Wow. So they can see the smallest movement, and with turkeys, you're hunting from about you're you're shooting them from about 20 yards away. 'Cause you're shooting them with a shotgun in the head. Yeah. Their feathers are t- you don't shoot them in the body. That's crazy. Even with a rifle, it won't it won't really do anything. So you have to shoot them in the head. So with turkeys, with a gun, you can already have it up. And and when I went turkey, I shot my first turkey line eleven or twelve, but I was I was with a guide who was like a professional turkey mm-hmm. caller and we were up against a tree. I sat in his lap, he helped me. I wasn't strong enough, so he helped me hold the rifle, but I got to shoot it. And he called him out with a mouth You know, and we had a mouth thing that made like a a female hand sound, and then we had a a a decoy that we placed out, and you can see them coming down the road, at least in my case, and they were on like a like a a dirt path, and they came down. You can already have the gun up, so right when it gets in the line of thing, you just fire, but you have to be really strict. What's it called? Still, but with a bow you're not going to keep that drawn back. That's you're usually pulling and a full grown adults probably pulling like 80 to a hundred pounds of, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're not going to keep it drawn back the whole time. And so you have to somehow without it seeing you pull it all the way back. And then when it gets to the very end, that's when it like almost locks. So it's like, and you have to be accurate and stuff. So it's like, I'd say it's 10 times harder or something like that. But my dad's gone. I think he shot a, Probably a deer with a bow, but people that bow hunt are crazy. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard. gotta be harder, right? Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard. I I've never had the interest in doing it, but I would go if someone invited me to, but yeah. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Back to like food and stuff. It's probably the most sustainable way to eat. I mean, it's cool, it's a meditative, mundane practice. You're immersed in nature. Um, like you said, you gotta be very aware of what you're doing so you don't spook them or give out your scent um yeah i want to try it though it's i think everyone I, I think everyone should try it once deer are overpopulated anyway in a lot of places right new jersey they are
0: really it's crazy yeah you see them a lot are they All like domesticated time. almost where like they're not even scared of humans they just you guys can get up close to them um no no you not really
1: get close to them like if you come out they'll be spooked but like my neighborhood is one that like a lot of the backyards are connected and it's uh it's sort of a big open development and there's um there's woods but not at this particular part where I'm at and yeah they just kind of graze you
0: know they graze there there's some in my neighborhood that they just they're my neighborhood's small and it's enclosed so it's they, they can't really leave there there's like a fence around it like it all it's like the it's a circle and it's like a mile and a half so it's not huge or it's not small but it's not huge so they run into humans on trails all the time but like they see them so often so like you can get within 20 feet and it doesn't mm-hmm. really do anything that's cool yeah it's fun stuff um on the
1: topic of animals have you ever heard of a fisher cat is that an animal yeah a fisher cat. It's kind of like a marmot. They're not a marmot. Marmots are small, but it's sort of like a Barrett Wolverine, like visually what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they um, they have this really like eerie scream that they do. And it sounds exactly like a toddler crying. Like it sounds like um, literally like a little girl it screaming. It sounds like something like out of a coveney. cartoon. Yeah, well, it sounds like there's, like, a little girl in the woods screaming, right? And what they, like, they coax um, their prey in by acting like a wounded animal. Um, so, and we have those around my house, and Fisher it's so cat. creepy. It's more morbid and scary than, like, you've probably heard, like, a fox yelp.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah pull up a Fisher cat, pull up there, um... Jamie, pull that up. And <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. What if we got Judd to do it? Judd, pull that up Yeah, Judd could be your producer. <laughs> Let me see this. Fisher gap. Gonna... I've I've never seen that. I've never heard of that. Fisher Gap. And me. they're very rare. They're very
1: rare. And I um I'm almost sure that's what I've been hearing at my house in New Jersey. Because we I live right adjacent to a nature preserve. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty it's pretty funky. We get a good amount of Heartless
0: stuff. creators. Not yeah.
1: rare. Um, but yeah, oh, dude, I don't know if I've ever showed you, yeah. The sound that you're hearing, the scream. Jesus. Doesn't it kind of sound like,
0: doesn't that sound like a person? If I was, if I heard that at night. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it, so it, it lures other animals in to think it's injured and then it like attacks them. Yeah. I guess whatever the frequency is or
1: the yell is, it's like pretty close to like an injured deer or an injured bird or something like that.
0: Yeah, have you ever heard um an, a rabbit? I won't pull that up, but a rabbit, a rabbit when it, it squeals, makes a really high-pitched squeal. Yeah, it doesn't maybe do Maybe that's it what it's it. mimicking. Maybe, but a rabbit, um, yeah, a rabbit, rabbit makes a weird noise that when it's injured, it's like really, really kind of yeah. similar, so weird stuff i was gonna i was gonna say at the beginning i was like i want to hear some weird let's talk about some crazy shit weird stuff um yeah i got some notes ready um
1: i was gonna try and segue right when you were talking about um the way the deer can smell you just like if you're upwind and that's kind of uh similar to some of the stuff that i like to talk about in my notes here but just how um like it's just crazy that that's how a deer experiences the world like with eight times smell maybe like less visual it's just like the senses like I think of like a big keyboard with a bunch of like knobs and buttons and we're at this certain setting with like our consciousness and our senses and then if you were to fuck with it and press a whole bunch of buttons and stuff maybe you'll get a bat with echolocation or a deer with their noises so it's like I think generally, um, like the five senses are pretty consistent throughout most mammals, at least. But then you just have completely different forms, like um, some germs have, like can maneuver their environment and they're aware. And you're just like, what? What would you think like a little amoeba's like sort of experience would be like? So there's just like a crazy vast um number of possibilities to experience the world and we got what we got and somehow we're uh we're
0: top dog i guess <laughs> not nah, i predator. mean we're 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 top predator but if you took if you took all of our like weapons and stuff away we'd be fucked yeah
1: yeah just in our ability to manipulate the environment we're we're pretty good at it but just hand to hand like predator versus prey we're uh we're not that great. We got the thumbs. Do you do you the think I'm devolving are big. at some point? Like in some sense? Um oh, this is a good thing. Devolving, like I guess, uh yeah, I guess that, that question would bring up like natural selection and like are we continuing to select the best attributes for survival? And I think probably not. I think um it's it's so weird though, because we're we're such a a ubiquitous species and like we're not always we we just don't have the threat of death like survival is um pretty assumed and pretty easy so we don't have that like that sort of like naturally selecting for the things that will help survival like art is kind of um canceled out because we don't have the threat of death and predators and stuff yeah i agree um uh, one thing like are we devolving yeah maybe another thing I listen to Lex Friedman a lot but I don't know if you listen to him I've heard of him yeah he's even he awesome on podcasts yeah he has his own podcast it's a big one he's a he's an MIT computer scientist um, he also does jujitsu he does a lot of stuff he's from I believe Ukraine or somewhere in Russia it's one of those two um, but he's big on the AI front Oh, I love talking about AI. I yeah. talked
0: about uh, AI with this this guest uh, the other day, and I talked about it with Bosco. I just I think it's cool. I I don't know enough, but I know good bit to have a conversation.
1: Yeah, a lot of the podcasts I listen to are about that, and he thinks that we're creating like essentially an alien species, and there's gonna have to be like never mind the economic and quality of life implications it'll have when it's ubiquitous across everything like just the philosophical conversation of like how sentient do they become um can they suffer and he brought up this really crazy like um detail that was like there are these ai systems now that are begging not to be turned off that's a thing no? and they're saying they're scared they're like please don't turn me off they're saying stuff like this yeah, he was talking about a few examples. Um, I can't know specifically what it was, but he was talking about that like they are um they're valuing their own life, like their own and, and basically kind of like abstracting sort of like a, a purpose. Like they don't want yeah. to not be doing whatever it is their tasked with. Um that's, but that's crazy. crazy. No, that's freaky. So we just watched two thousand one Space Odyssey
0: the other day. That's, and that's what um that's what Ryan was talking about. Oh, I told him about that, it. Yeah, that uh that um fuck the you know the theme song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. That's that's the Gamecock theme song at Williams Bryce Stadium, dude. Have you ever seen it? Holy no. shit! You want to hype you? You need to come down. I would love to host you guys at a at a Carolina game a, a Gamecock Football Stadium yeah, right. they play this the entire stadium has is like they they just insert LEDs i got i want to pull up a video to show you but it is one of the most hype and then they that's that's like the run out song for them so they like play uh like flashbacks on the screen to 2001 of like George Rogers when he won the highest climax of the song with the trumpets we run out it's 2001 GameCog football. Look at this. This thing is sweet. I think this is the best entrance in college. Looking for an all-in-one tool for PR professionals? Yeah, fuck these ads. Yeah. Three, two, two, three. So 40,000 people on one side are yelling "damn," and 40,000 people on the other side of the stadium are yelling cops. In the us. so late. Oh yeah, this is so
1: that's oh, yeah. so, oh, yeah. so, the, so And then the... That's so much And
0: then they start running out, and the place goes crazy. And we can be, we can be, That's we can be eight and three on the season, or we can be fucking three and, and everyone know, goes crazy regardless. Three and eight. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's fun. i sorry I interrupted you, but you guys, if you ever get the chance, I'd love for y'all to come down. and Yeah. Have you- the only cool football game I've gone to is Clemson, and it wasn't even a Cle- close one. I mean, I'll admit, as much as I don't like Clemson, I mean, yeah, it's a hype stadium and they're good. And, I mean, any good D1 football is going to be a fun time. Yeah. As much as I don't like Clemson. We we, we beat them this year, actually. I so. don't care for football at all. I wish I did. Yeah, it Honestly, like,
1: I wish that I cared so bad. <laughs> I've tried to get into it. I've tried, like, betting on it to have stake in the game. And I just, I don't really care. I never played. I don't find it interesting like I don't understand it which is a big part of it like to me it seems just sort of like a little bit like barbaric and like unsophisticated like I get so pissed when people just like run through the you know like when you do a handoff and they just try and like yeah. bust through the middle whatever that is I'm like oh like I just hate that <laughs> it's just people you're like, you're shoving you and pushing dumped, each yeah. other it's just it you know I, I don't have like a refined understanding of football but yeah just looking at that whatever um like nfl or both college yeah I, I can't even really think of that i'm sure there are tons of differences yeah but i don't to me they look pretty much the same yeah i've always liked college just
0: because it's more exciting i think it's cooler in college just my my argument to people like in college why they should like college football more is like think about it these, these are 18 19 20 21 year olds yeah you don't know who has a test on monday you don't know yeah. who just got broken up with their girlfriend sure you don't yeah. know who's went out last night, you know, drinking because they're not getting paid. Well maybe now some of them with NIL deals but like it's it's a little bit more unpredictable. That's why yeah. like it's not a job yet. So it's it, there's a little bit it's a little bit more fun, but yeah. I like that. Um but I, I can never get an NFL but I'm big in the fraternity.
1: Anyway. Yeah.
0: Sorry to interrupt you.
1: Yeah, I wrote a lot of notes. Um oh, one of these the biggest thing that kind of in studying philosophy here. Um, like I learned a lot of stuff. A lot of it was interesting, but a lot of it sort of, especially the classes that were about like religions and the old European philosophers that argued about God's existence and stuff. I took a simulation class theory, all these like existential questions. Um, I got nowhere closer to like, favoring or like a greater understanding I got a greater understanding of the theories but not not like a not like a more thorough feeling that like um understanding like the nature of reality and it just made me more confused than okay. it did um enlightened you know and then this is one of the biggest things and this is kind of like a weird thing when I bring it up to people I think is that, um studying philosophy and writing and stuff it um it made me just get so sort of like mad and overthink language cuz i i took some classes and learned just really like overthinking language to the extent where words just they're they're an evolved tool and they're a skill and they abstract the actuality of things so like just mm-hmm. kind of understanding that whatever the sentence is, it it can't describe like the actuality of a physical state. And like, you know, if you were to say, it's a sunny day today, yeah. you're going to have to add another added detail of like, it's sunny and there's this particular type of cloud formation. Yeah. But even if you say that, that doesn't include how that cloud formation is changing in time. And especially like adjectives i ran quickly like that that doesn't really mean anything you know how do you mean i don't. I mean it. like you're running fast that means it's relative to another rate of running and you see what yeah. i'm getting it's yeah, like you get yeah, way yeah, into yeah, the weeds where it's like saying you're running fast well like how exactly how fast are you going like, mean? what do the fast as someone's gonna be fast it's just like there's not enough words to fully encapsulate everything and then my biggest thing that that made you mad um it made me kind of like confused and like more precautious with my language where it would like i found myself being less like talkative because i would sort of think about what I'm going to say and the validity of it before I say anything. And a lot of times you just end up saying nothing. Yeah. If you're going through that like preliminary process of thinking about the words you use really carefully before using them, it's not like a stream of consciousness. It's like a selective sort of, you have a little
0: protocol about thinking. That's really similar to when you learn a language for the first time.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I
0: try to, I try to use Russian as much as I can with Radsky. I'm like very, very cautious of like what I'm saying, and because I, I not only do I want to screw up, but I also don't want to develop bad habit, you know, yeah, so I guess it's kind of it makes sense that you also want to get into a habit of being yeah. more conscious. I guess
1: Other things are like there are lots of examples of words that exist in one language and then they don't translate to another. And so that shows you that there are concepts exist that are indescribable. In one language, and they exist in another language, but mm-hmm. they exist in actuality for both like a German person and an English person. But English people just have a. You need more words to describe what, like in German, is one word. I know um, exactly what you're I mean. I don't know if you have
0: an example, but I have an example. I have this vague example of what I'm thinking of, but you go ahead because. I mean, we can share both, but I, I, I asked my Russian professor the other day. Um well, last semester I asked him I was like um excited what how do you say excited and he was like we we don't have this word like, It's so funny yeah yeah I was like yeah, yeah, I was like I was like are you, are you all russians just mad <laughs> and <laughs> Not he's like excited he's like, like yeah he's just like he's like there's no direct translation for excited you have to work around this word and all that kind of stuff. And, like, Majoy asked the same thing a couple days ago because uh, we were both with him. And he was like, yes, 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 I've heard I've heard this, but uh it's sure they don't have, like, they don't... But, like, of course, they get excited. what you say. Yeah, it's such a fundamental thing. That's really interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you have an example, but, like, I I, I forgot how he extra- described how to get around it, but it, I think it's along the lines of, like, this is very fun or this is very happy to me yeah you know what i mean yeah and we would hear that and you'd be like are you dumb like why are you saying it like that you know like oh this is so fun this
1: is so happy to me yeah you know it's weird because it's like maybe you could say being excited is being happy but then with the added element of anticipation of something happy suspense yeah yeah that's weird that's crazy yeah i don't really we did something in class and was an example about something in German. I honestly forget what you it was. You did German? No, this was, this was a, there was a German girl in my class gotcha, and gotcha. the concept was brought up. I forget what it was, but yeah, there you go. You have a uh, emotional experience that has one word in one language and then in the other. Maybe it's a combination of two. Maybe it's, I don't know. That's crazy though. One thing, my big thing in this whole like, idea of like language being an insufficient form of communication that can't totally describe the essence of everything um, like with that looking through that lens, it makes me really hate people who not hate but just a big pet peeve and something that makes me kind of sure, irritated. yeah people who speak with absolute language and definitely like speak throughout or through intuition. And so this is like a big thing in political. Like, if let's say you're getting in a heated political um, argument, right? Some people will say, like, under this po- possible, this policy, everybody's going to do this, or you know, back when this historical event happened, everyone thought this. Mm-hmm. Just that absolute language of making absolute, ultimate claims, like everyone absolutely this is going to happen or this is what happened. It's just basically you're using your intuition. You're saying, I think it makes sense to me mm-hmm. that this is how mostly everybody would um, react to this certain policy or this is how, and when people are like trying to abstract and make an ultimate claim about like, like racial tensions in the U S right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, racial tensions are at a all time high. It's like, well, it's a big conversation in the media. That doesn't mean you just don't know the actuality of every single interaction between people down to, like, yeah. everybody's experience. It's just, like, it's a big projection. And that— Would you say that's ignorant? I think we're pretty—it's um, a habit that a lot of people do. And it's mm-hmm. a trait of narcissism to do that. Like if you've ever seen Trump as a narcissist and there's this one clip where he's just like, I'm the best at this. No one's <laughs> held black people as much as me. No one. And yeah, he yeah, uses yeah, yeah. all this absolute language where he's so sure of himself. And it bleeds into the usage of language where they're just like mm-hmm. everyone always. And it's like it's sort of like you're approaching things with like a extra set of like confidence where you're just you're sure sure of things and i think i think it's probably a marker of um a lack of conscientiousness and probably like lower intelligence i think like sort of like the nerdy stereotype the more brainy people are like more quiet and less gregarious because they're sort of they overthink things and they're Mm. they don't trust their initial gut all the time and they're like um yeah, if you know what I'm trying to describe, no,
0: I think I do. Um, I think I think one of the reasons people may or it may become more of a habit for people to make these generalizations or what do you call them, like just like absolute claims, just like or an way. absolute claim, an absolute, yeah. absolute intuitive statement. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess one in politics. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's not smart, but it kind of makes sense because you're trying to persuade. You're trying to you're trying to, you know, make your case on a certain issue um, yeah. or a certain position. So it, it it comes off as, like, if you say, like, I think, or people are like, oh, is this guy not, like, confident if you yeah. want to be present? So I kind of get that, but I, I understand what you say. Like, there's – I don't think it's smart, but I think it's also very common now for people to – here's a smaller example. I texted – Um, a person about a pressure washing job. And I try to, I'm very, very transparent and I'm a very honest person, but I also am trying to run a business. I'm trying to sell myself. I'm trying to get more jobs and be confident in the work I do. I know I do a good job. I'm not, I always can't do the best job I would like because of other factors such like I did a, I did a a porch with paint on it and it was annoying because it's hard to get paint off. It doesn't matter how good a pressure wash is. You need a, kind of a paint like thinner, I guess. But we di- I didn't do that. But it came off, but there are areas where the paint would not come off. And if you did physically get off, it f- screw up the wood, you know? So it was very frustrating job because I like to make it look very, very good and clean and very big difference. But you look back at it and almost like, the woman said it was it was fine that the paint didn't come off. She's, she's gonna paint over it, but it's frustrating for me to see that. So regardless, I texted her um the the big thing was getting all the mold off and I got I texted her I originally typed out the text, I believe I got all the mold off like or I, I got the mold off to the best of my ability or something mm-hmm. like that. And then I deleted it, which is honest, to the best of my ability, or I believe, because what if there's a part that I didn't see? That's just an honest mistake. But then I deleted it, and I said, well, I don't want her to think that I just, like, you know, to the best of my ability, someone reads, you know, someone can interpret that as, okay, well, I believe that's to the best of his ability. Or he doesn't sound confident that he did a good job. I'm paying him a lot of money. So I deleted it, and I said, I got, I took care of the mold. Yeah. Because it was almost a middle ground, but yeah. I like. That's interesting. Yeah. It was, it was a weird like thought. And I like looked at it for five minutes or like a couple seconds, but it felt like a while because I was like, well, I want to sell myself and I want to be confident in my, you know, stuff. And that's a much l- lesser scale than, you know, Trump talking about yeah. helping all the black people. Yeah. But again, like, it's like, do I want to, do I want to be 100% transparent and honest, but maybe sell myself short on, you know my work, or do I want to like use a little different? You know, all yeah. it comes down to um, just word choice. Or whatever. Yeah, but that was like a I didn't that's mind. an awesome point, and that's
1: maybe like um, what I didn't mention is like yeah, that sort of like being an overthinker about your use of language and not trying to make absolute claims. It's not a effective way to think. It's it's a more honest way to think, and it's a it's a less presumptuous way to think but yeah all it does is slow you down all it does is show yeah. a lack of confidence it is a lack of confidence it's a yeah. lack of certainty um and yeah and that's why like people who are like a lot of the narcissistic people are the people who make a lot of money and are the most the biggest social climbers and they yeah they don't get they just work in flow and they work with Confidence, even if it's not justified confidence. But um, yeah, I think that's where I'm saying where, like that overthinking of language, um, it confused me and it made me, I think it made me a lot less extroverted because it made me quieter, it made me a little bit more internally. And this is not all the time. I've, I definitely had phases of this, but yeah, it just made me a little bit, it made me understand language better And my better understanding was that it's not as effective as
0: a lot of people Mm -hmm. think it is and the way they use it. I kind of have like a small point off that where I think it's funny that we were talking about confidence and my girlfriend constantly tells me sometimes, she's like, you are very confident in some things and then in other areas you are not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's flipped in the areas that she would like it to be confident in. But it's funny that I would consider myself with with people and maybe, I don't know, just taking on new tasks like this documentary filmmaking class. I'm very confident in my film abilities and I've watched a lot of films. I've watched, I don't know, I, I, I kind of took over as like the filmer because like, not that I don't trust my partners, but I was like, I want these shots this way. And I'm very confident that they're going to turn out and I'll take the fall if they're not good, but I'm pretty confident. Like, you know, I'm I'm the man. Like, I, I I'll film the fuck out of this. Like, I I got these angles. I got this lighting. Like, adjusting stuff like that. Like, but when it comes to and when it comes to other things, I can't think of an example that I'm not confident that should be. But what was her example? I, well, I Does don't. Does she listen, <laughs> dude? I'm trying to actually think. I don't. I don't know, but. It was there, There's just things that I've been confident at, like, and I'll like tell her I was like, or I'll I'll secure a job, or I'll sell someone on like more pressure washing, and I'll be excited. I'll be like, I'm the fucking man. I can sell shit. Like that's what my dad. My dad's the best salesman I've ever seen. Like he can just naturally he can talk. And I mean, your Dad. Yeah, he's hilarious. he's he's a funny guy. He's fun. He's 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 strict, but he's we're very very close. Um, we try to talk every day, but. I just get excited. I'm like, I'm the fucking man. Like, I'm gonna, I'm getting this money. I'm getting up. I'm all that kind of stuff. Like, but then there are other things. I don't, I, I couldn't, I don't know why I went on this rant without having uh, an example, but there are things that she's like, you should be more confident about this where you're not confident, but you're way too confident about make, making a job or like, I don't know, something else. And it's just funny because she knows that stuff, but yeah, I try to be more conscious about it. Yeah, it's weird
1: to, like, I've been in a relationship, too, where, like, you have, you're being, like, observed, like, very closely. And sometimes, like, the observations they give are, like, something that you wouldn't have even thought of at all. Something
0: that, like, your parents and, yeah. Siblings, people that know you best would think of. Yeah. Because it's a little, it's a different perspective that no one's going to have except that one person that's. And then maybe stuff that
1: people notice but don't say sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, so, yeah. I actually never thought about that because you're close enough where you guys can be. You can be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool being
1: in love, that sort of thing. That's cool. It's also cool to not be in it, you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because it's a lot of. It's exciting. You're considering that other person a lot. You know. You're not. When. Um, when? Like when When you're in a relationship, you're just, um, they take up a lot of your mental, because not only are you like trying to think of them and be uh, the right person in the relationship for them, but you're also thinking about the relationship as a whole. Like, are we being compatible right now? And that sort of thing. This is the best decision
0: for you. I agree. Yeah. You're not in a relationship. No. How long were you dating the other girl? About a year and a half. Is that a long time relative to other relationships
1: for right. you? Yeah, I've never had uh yeah, that one was a little over a year and a half. That was the longest relationship I've had, which I think is kind of like the, um, it's sort of like the breaking moment where it's like my, my situation was kind of different. Like, um, you know, I was in school, she wasn't. But I've seen like a lot of relationships get to that year and a half point, And either they become like three or four year relationships or they're done. Really?
0: And how, how long have you been? It kind of freaks me out, man. I'm a little, what am I? January 17th, last year was when we started dating. So what are we at right now? 17th, February, March, You're April, May, year. almost a year and four months. Yeah. So you're getting right it? Damn, I'm getting on close and she's she's abroad, so we're we're having struggles with kind of well not uh, not not struggles it's it's actually we're very we're we've done so pretty well at like trying to make time to call but it's eight hour diff- or six hour differences. She's in Vienna. she's yeah. just for springtime though I just oh yeah, plus another week and then I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna be in d c or in Columbia. if I'm in d c she can probably take a train ride from Philly to d c and we can see each other yeah if not. I don't know, and then, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it, it, yeah, it's... She's a sophomore, too. She's a sophomore. Yeah. We're on the same hall.
1: Yeah. Hall says. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you <laughs> nice. still got some summers and
0: um, years together did. at
1: school. The long distance thing, like, when it becomes,
0: like, a permanent long distance thing, oh, I think that's you. when it can get a little sketchy. Oh well, I saw one of my, my best friends here. There's this girl, um, and she... I don't want it to hit that. Yeah, I just want to. She um, had been dating this guy I think since junior high school. They just broke up like a month and a half ago or something like that. And I I swore like I, did, I I guess I didn't know them in high school, but from everything I saw and when he would come visit, he goes to UPenn when he would come visit and everything. Like they just looked great together and, and they were they were very happy and they're both great people. And I'm I'm happy to like that that girl's she, she's you know one of my best friends here. But when they did break up, it was almost like a shock. Like whoa. You know, like, I just didn't expect that. But at the same time, I'm not that surprised because you're like, you're, we're, we're 20, you're a little little older, but like 20 years old is so young. Yeah. I mean, my dad was, I don't know. I mean, he, I'll tell you this story. I mean, I called him up a while ago about my spring break plans. And a lot of my friends were going down to Myrtle beach for spring break, um, rather than PCB. And I decided what I wanted to do with my spring break before MK left for five weeks was go up to New Jersey for like four days, I think four or four days, which is a good bit of time. I'd but say. she's from New Jersey? Yeah, she's from New Jersey. And what, she's from Haddonfield. It's okay. like 15 minutes out of Philly. So yeah. it was close enough to where we can be kind of in her town, but also there's stuff in Philly. And we had a whole plan. We were going to get a, um New York, I've never been to Manhattan, so we did all that. But I kind of called my dad up, and at 20 years old, I'm very respectful to my dad, but he kind of explained to me, you know, now that I'm 18 and I'm kind of making decisions for my own, it's a little different. Like, I don't necessarily ask for permission, but I also it's just respectful to run stuff by my parents, you know. So I kind of told him, I was like, "Hey, I'm going up to New Jersey immediately after school for 4 days for spring break." And he said he see he, I sent him a text and then I said we we can call if if you'd like. But I was kind of, you know, pretty direct about it and he called me up and he was like his first thing was that so I assume she's the one. <laughs> Listen to this. He said, "So I assume she's the one." And I said, "Excuse me?" He said, "You're about to spend you know, four days, not even coming home first, all this kind of stuff. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, like, he was like, I assume, like, are you going to marry her? And I told him, I was okay. like, Dad, yeah, Dad I, don't I was know. like, dude, I don't know. Not I, I talked to Harrison about it in D Hall for 30 minutes. I said, is this a generational thing? A lot of my friends, uh, I've, I've talked to a couple people, and they, they all think it's a generational thing, like. It just caught me off guard. I was like, I'm like, honestly doing they, their generation got married earlier. Maybe and- not even early. I don't know. I just I don't know. He he's just so shocked that and this is the first relationship I've ever had. So he's like, Wow, you're over a year, like and you're going up for four days, like and her parents are hosting you, I can assume that like this better be serious, you know? And it's serious, but I don't I don't know what there's no you know, that's, that's pretty typical that's not I don't think that's crazy that's crazy at all I
1: have yeah. a friend that went to the to Paris with his girlfriend oh my brother dude ridiculous he's a, he's at he wasn't even at like a year and he went to Telluride to go skiing with her went to Florida with her family it was crazy I'll, I've never yeah I've never been on like a vacation like that with a girlfriend oh, yeah. like, and uh they're they're pretty obsessed but are yeah. you still dating yeah, they're at two years now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. She can, yeah. be, she can be a little much though. <laughs> Me and her have had some words. Actually, oh, really? last year, like probably right around now, um, My I wanted my brother to come for like the end of the year for Bahamas for this big party. And um, she had something like stupid, like something <laughs> really stupid. That she was bitching at him to come. Yeah. And, like, I hadn't seen him all year, like, or at least since Christmas or whatever. And he folds so easily for the bitching and for the possessiveness. And, um, yeah, there's been times where, like, my mom doesn't like to have her around because she just she just pulls him away, dude. And, and does, like, a similar thing to what your dad's doing. Like, just assuming. Like,
0: yeah.
1: oh, like, she makes... Big fat assumptions, and uh, she's is, younger yeah. too. She's a year younger than him. That's not Fresh not out of high one. school. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, he young. Oh, oh yeah. The, the brother. Yeah, my brother's yeah, a sophomore. Yeah, the one yeah. I yeah. met. Yeah. yeah. Just met him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looks exactly like you. A little yeah. taller. A little taller. Just a little as paler. Crazy. A little paler. I a little know.
1: paler. Yeah. He's he's cool. He's great. Um, he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. He's, y'all get along well. Yeah, we're super super close. That's good for sure. That's good. Do you have, is it do you have any other siblings? Nope, so. just him. I wonder what the dynamic would be like, though, if there was, like, another brother or another, another sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, don't know. know. How do you think it'd be if you had a younger sister? Um, I don't think the dynamic between us would be much different because um, it's boy on boy, and then you kind of have a girl that's doing its own thing. Um, definitely try and make her cool, though. <laughs> make her
0: cool. I feel like I'd want to be a protective brother, but... That's what I, I was going to ask. I was going to like, how, how do you think you'd... Like, I, I have a sister, and she is a junior, and she's going to be a senior. And we're we're close. We got closer when I left. But I think she's... It's, it's a weird dynamic because she's really funny, and I like being around her. My parents are funny, and she has her parents... My parents' genetics. So she's funny. And... But she's also very, like, just like my parents, like, very opinionated and a very particular personality. So I get along with her, but it's weird to see just hear or witness kind of her growing up. Like, I don't know, just, just even stuff from when she wasn't driving and now that she can drive and she hangs out with, you know, girls and guys now. And I don't hear a lot, but I'm not stupid. Like junior year, like I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, fun stuff going on. And also like, her like now that I am um, in college I can get her alcohol I guess and yeah. I've done that once I just cause I didn't really care. But I mean it's do you think I have to take that out? Uh nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it think, really think anyway.
1: Wait till um, you blow up. Okay. Sweet. Maybe that's how you'll blow up. You'll get a
0: court date because of it. <laughs> <laughs> who knows. 57 50 right before fifty eight minutes. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a soundbite. Yeah. Um. No, but it's just it's weird because, it it's just I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to be involved and ask, and I don't ask. But like, she's she shares some stuff, and I'm just like I don't know. But with my, my brother, I'd be like, dude, like you kissed a girl, yeah, all like that kind of stuff. And, yeah. You know, my yeah, brother know like- James doesn't give a fuck about anything <laughs> and listen that is good and bad my it dad told me fuck about no anything. he does not care about it he does not care what the fuck anyone thinks and that's good and bad it's good because i i was an overthinker when i was younger yeah. i talked to a lot of people when i was a talkative kid but i would overthink and i started i just was i just always cared like oh like is my hair good like like yeah, You know, I wanted to, and it's good because I cared like about getting in shape, but it also, I, it, I cared about my like certain things that were good, but it also hindered me from, you know, maybe being more myself in public because I just cared exactly whatever people thought. But James, so that's good that he doesn't have to, he doesn't, he doesn't care. So I don't know where I was going. He doesn't give a fuck bad. right right so what's good is that like he doesn't have to worry about that but it's bad because he does not give a fuck about getting in shape yeah we try to get him to work out and he needs to start working out because he still has the young boy tub yeah you know on him and i need him to get stronger he's he's i, I don't i think he's going to drop wrestling uh, unfortunately because he's not strong enough he's just getting you know bullied around yeah he's so weak and he weighs like 126, but he's so weak. Like, yeah. he's just in the wrong weight class. So, one, he doesn't care about that. He doesn't care how he looks, you know? And, but at the same time, like, he'll fucking wear, you know, Minecraft t-shirt and Crocs to out in public. and be like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll be like, yeah. you know, like this, I tell him, I was like, why are you wearing that? And he's like, dude, I don't care. I'm just trying to fish or something like that.
1: <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. No, nah, yeah, I fuck with that.
0: I mean, it's good.
1: I wish I would, like... We gotta grow out of it a little bit. Gotta get some discipline as a virtue. My brother is like that a lot, though. He... Dude, he would wear this thing, like... We would we, go thrifting a lot. And he got these literally, like, women's pants that were, like, a <laughs> size 40 waist for, like, a a big woman. Like, he's a pretty big guy. And he's, like, you know... <laughs> He's wearing women's pants just because they're comfy. They, they look so bad, though.
0: What does women's ridiculous. pants look like? Like, like, like? They're obviously just like, wide baggy. In the hips.
1: They're wide <laughs> in the hips. And they're just... <laughs> he was they're like, so It's a deal. Yeah, he's he's a big, like, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. <laughs> he would always, like... he's He had, like, you know, like, the neck pillows for... Um, plane rides like he would have one with a hood on it and he would wear that all the time and during (laughs) our smoking pot phase he would always just be wearing that walk around with that all the time Um, yeah he's he's funny like that that's funny he's really he's super smart he's like a 4.0 engineering student kind of kid Um, but yeah you gotta care a little bit about
0: what people think but not too I think it's also James's grades aren't That's a little different, but like he doesn't care. It's like, fuck it, man. School, fuck it. Like, come yeah. on, you gotta have some. You gotta have some passion. He'll fish all day. If you interrupt his fishing or something like that, then he'll then he cares. You know. Yeah. He'll come back with a sunburn. He doesn't give a fuck about sunburn, but he just wants to throw that cast net and just fish all day. And so it's it's a little different, but um, I don't know. I, I try to be maturity. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think so. He, he's supposed to be big, because he's still. I mean, he's growing a little bit, but he's gonna he hit puberty a little later. And but my my dad's ooh, like six foot, my mom's like 5'11, so he's supposed to be tall guy, big guy. So, yeah, my
1: dad's 6'2, six six ish. Mom's like 5'4, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got kind of fucked,
0: but not, <laughs> yeah. I guess, I,
1: guess <laughs> I got fucked. My brother's like 5'11
0: about you, as you were 5'11. Anything yeah. you, you would have. Yeah, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, no, definitely you'd enjoy it. But then you have to tell everyone I'm five eleven. And be like, oh, they don't hear that six. Uh, girls don't I hear don't that don't six. Care. I don't care. I Just either. say you're six foot. I just lie about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like to tell people I'm like six three, and girls are like, what? Yeah, you're not. i was like, this no is my shit. I mean, you're a shorter guy. You can, you
1: can feel that. But like, do you ever like girls come up to you and ask you like, how tall are you? And I just go, how tall do you think I am? That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, it doesn't matter how tall yeah. you actually am. Yeah. That's their number is irrelevant. And that's a good point.
0: Yeah. That's funny as so. hell. Well, what else did you how yeah, We hit all the points? Uh we freed. We
1: hit all the points. Yeah. Um some little things that I uh one thing about AI that I'm excited about is like maybe like in the down the road a little bit once it like is a fully connected to the internet like large language model that's baby basically able to like access like people think it'll just be so smart that it'll be able to like solve quantum physics and just like literally like it's gonna be insane i think but one of the things that i think it'll be able to come to a conclusion about is like our origin and i think it's crazy that like specifically just, like, the existential theories about, like, are we in a simulation? Is God real? Which God? Um, are we seated by aliens? Are we just evolved monkeys? Like, all of those sorts of, like, theories about how we came to be and what... We'll have an answer. Yeah, I think we, we might have an objective answer, which that's I think scary. is crazy.
0: That's scary. I feel like that's going to cause a lot of Yeah,
1: and even if it is an objective answer, I don't even think it would be accepted as an objective one right now, but... Definitely not. I just think it's crazy that all those theories are sort of like comparable in terms of their like merit. Like you can go with a religious person and a and an evolutionary biologist, and they both got points, but they're they're both not complete. You know.
0: Hmm. Um. I um. No. I I think AI and stuff is really cool. I don't. I guess I don't know enough about it to be. I guess freaked out. Yeah. It's changing every single day too. Yeah. Well, it's only, it's all constantly learning. And I was talking to someone else. I'm basically just repeating what he's, he's telling me. I don't, I didn't actually do the research to know this, but basically what's so great about it is, and it's pretty obvious, but it's constantly learning. But right when it learns that new, like makes a mistake and then learns, it doesn't need to do multiple trial and errors, like a human, yeah. you know, it just knows. And then it also has more information as information from like the internet and like 1994, 95, all the way up to 2021. Yeah. And that's more information than probably the entire human population could hold all together yeah. combined. It's computational power. is just, um, um it's, far beyond. it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it should be scary. My For dad's reason. worried about it. My dad's also kind of yeah. – he's a very big uh, conspiracy guy. Yeah. Like low-key. They're fun. No, they're, they're very, very fun. But I thing. think – he called me one time. He called me um, maybe a month ago. And I don't know what was going on, but something something big in politics or the news or maybe with Russia or something else. But he basically said, hey, like I need you to not know – if all the cell phone towers go out and we can't get in touch with you, go to the Sadovies. That's just what he said. <laughs> I was That's like, fucking uh, crazy. I was in the middle of, like, walking to a lift, or think, or, like, to another class. I was like... I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And he was like, he was like, I don't want you to get in your car and try to drive because it's going to be mad chaos on the fucking interstate. Like you stay up there. They have a safe, they're on a farm, you know, it's a safe place, um, We we know them. We're like, you will come to you, (laughs) or like like it's Armageddon. He's like assuming it's already happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like on the same page. Like I was about to text him. That's I think what he. I think he imagines that like I'm about to text him about it, and then he like calls me. He's like, just go there. And I was like, I was like, am I in a simulation? What is what is um, what is simulation theory? Um, Joe Rogan keeps on mentioning a lot, but I kind of have an I don't know what it is. So basically, the theory is this: it's that.
1: Like it uses like the sort of argumentation model that philosophy uses, which is premise, premise, conclusion. Like if the premises agree, then the, collude, if, then the conclusion follows from the premise. And the premises are, um, can we assume that humans will make virtual reality simulations that are indistinguishable from our reality? And um, a lot of people would say yes to that assumption. I mean i think eventually it, it, eventually right and then it, it basically says then mathematically it's more probable that we're in a uh, artificial right now reality than yeah just oh, thinking fuck, about That freaks me out dude yeah isn't it weird and
0: it's actually uh, scaring me i don't know i, I don't know i don't nah. think it really changes anything no it doesn't honestly. it doesn't change anything but like that's... i guess uh, i guess that makes sense
1: i mean it thinks about time linearly it's like where are we gonna to get to? Are we gonna be able to create these simulations? What like it basically assumes that there's gonna be like a big cataclysmic event too, and then you get the sort of matrix thing where like the re- the rest of like life is is created digitally, and
0: when the material world kind of something bad happens, It's a lot more interesting than uh, the what's it called? Not not a not a belief, but um. Just a theory that uh called the last Tuesday theory. Yeah. You ever heard of it? It was something dumb that I used to I've never heard of it. No, it's something dumb that I I read about. It's a thing, but I used to scare I used to like say it in high school just to fuck with my friends, but it's not that interesting, but it was basically like the universe was created last Tuesday. Mm -hmm. How can you prove that everything just didn't pop into existence, all the photos on your phone? Yeah. I mean it's pretty simple, but yeah, it's it's, like, it's kind yeah. of weird yeah, they, they were talking about a lot about um, like infinity uh, we can get into infinities because there's like different types of infinities you know but before yeah. we get into that the idea Joe was talking about about like the universe constantly being infinite is like within every black hole there's another universe of galaxies and stars and then in every galaxy there's going to probably be a black hole and then within that one So it just keeps on going almost like, um, yeah, just kind of like that. But that one was kind of freaky, but I was talking, I I like to get off tangents about like math and like, we were talking about infinity at my fraternity house and how there's different types of infinity. Like you could have different size
1: infinities because like the feature of infinity is that like, it just keeps going, but you don't really know how far along in that keep going process you are like there might be an older infinity and in like yeah. a younger infinity
0: yeah i think that's I what know. like you know you heard um like there's there's uh, so if you take rational numbers or whole numbers there's an infinite amount of whole numbers but then you take the i think i'm i don't know my vocabulary well that well but irrational numbers. numbers of like the point, like the, the decimals. That's our mm-hmm. irrational numbers, right?
1: Yeah. Am I right about that? Yeah, yeah. Rational numbers are or rational numbers are ones that can't be put in like a integer like denominator, numerator, okay. like like a number that I think it's is it
0: I don't I don't fucking know. Okay. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm <laughs> All right. Well anyway, basically you have your whole numbers and that's infinity, but in between one and two it's a higher infinity because there's, you know, between point or between one and then point zero 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 one, there's like an infinite like 거야, zero, 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 yeah. 0, and it go, goes forever, and then point yeah. zero 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 two. Mm-hmm. So like there's actually more in that just between one and two, and then you take that in between every single number, that's a larger infinity than the whole numbers because if you break it down mathematically. There's one in each space between a whole number. There's like an infinite amount. So, it, mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the argument that there's the same amount of even numbers as there are even and odd numbers? Think about this. No. You want to fuck? Think about this because you can pair up every number with an even number. So you double one, one goes to two. You double two, two goes to four. You double three, three goes to six. Yeah. And everyone pairs up. Yeah. So the same amount of even numbers as there are even and odd numbers. Because they are all gonna pair to something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> even so there's the same number of even numbers. numbers as there are even and odd. Think about it. So you have one. Well one you're gonna double to two, so we draw a line from one to two. All right. And then on this time on this number line up here, two, all right, you're gonna double two, so two goes to four. All right, you're gonna uh, take three, I, I think I got Three it goes to six. Yeah. seven seven's gonna 14 that's crazy crazy shit you ever watch v sauce v sauce yeah i love Vsauce. Oh, yeah. i thought i was a weirdo honestly for watching it because i yeah. didn't know a lot of people that watch it he's a I crazy like, fun fact guy yeah yeah he hasn't come out with a video recently but like i, I always check in like once every like three months i think of it michael here <laughs> yeah hey michael here he's like <laughs> No, I he mean, does no. this. He's like, he's like, I, I got it down perfect. He's like, hey, <laughs> Michael here. Numbers. Yeah. What makes them unique? I don't like that. He's like, can we count to one, two, three, and then pull something out of some, and four. <laughs> yeah, he does he do that. crazy player yeah, words. Exactly. Oh, uh, no, he's great.
1: But. I would like to hang out with him. I watched a video of him where he stayed like... An absurd
0: amount of time in like solitary confinement or something. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. And it made him crazy. Yeah. That fucked me up. Or the silent rooms where you can start to hear your own heartbeat yeah, and the blood going that. through your brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know video? that video? Because he, he's out. like a
1: super smart guy, it seems like. And and then he... Dude, he was like crying and it was
0: crazy. That stuff freaks me right? out.
1: I got on a... Solitary confinement.
0: Uh, I got on a... Uh, before you walked in the room, I was on Twitter and I was... I don't go on Twitter, but I want to be on Twitter more. But after talking to Ryan Luther on our podcast, he's trying to get off Twitter.
1: I you just got deleted, a crazy. Twitter. I just deleted
0: TikTok because I was. I deleted it.
1: TikTok. My next one is Instagram. Really? Because the Reels just replaced yeah, TikTok. yeah, yeah. And it's tough because like there are times where I feel like I have control of the algorithm, where it's like informative stuff. A little bit is sort of like some cheap humor and yeah, some like yeah. random videos uh-huh. and then sometimes it gets completely out of whack i'm like why the fuck am i getting this <laughs> and it's a waste of time yeah. and like i downloaded tiktok with the intent of making it about like certain things that i want to learn about and it worked for a while and then slowly my brain gravitated towards just ridiculous stupid shit yeah. <laughs> and that took over the algorithm. yeah and and I was and like, the Fuck, algorithms now this are ridiculously is quick. it's going to show you that within 24 or 48 hours yeah. it pushes you towards yeah. stuff that's like less productive i guess because that's kind of just intrinsically what you want you want
0: to be entertained by you know, i don't know yeah i'm I, i've i've been like i I don't know what i want there are things that i know that i want when i'm when i'm falling asleep. like this is the kind of person i want to be this is the kind of yeah you know i definitely want to and then you wake up and it's so hard it's just easier said than done like i know the kind of person i want to be i want to have a longer attention span i want to be able to read more not just listen i listen to podcasts all the time tiktok's audio you know i mean you're watching stuff but i want to be able to like one of the things i want to get better at reading and i want to be better at get better at reading Russian. I want to improve my vocabulary. I want to be able to talk more sophisticatedly. Yeah, I wish I was a fucking book kid. The fucking book kids do You need to listen to a Ryan Lewis' podcast when I release that. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about books. Maybe stuff he, he, he did not know He's a book guy. Oh, damn. He's a... You gotta find out. Yeah. He talks about some crazy stuff. Not, not that crazy, but some stuff I didn't know about, which is good, that's why I do these. Sweet. Um, what I was gonna say is I, I, I was watching on on Twitter. Just I didn't know that Twitter shows you the same kind of video. Like if you just scroll through one, like I I like tapped on a video of a fight in a school of like yeah. these people just like hand fighting fight. Fight Haven. Yeah. And then just another one, a fight, and I was like, this is so, like the
1: thread. You mean? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't fully know how to like me, like meander Twitter, Twitter well enough. Yeah. I didn't really realize that when you can click on, like, a post and then below it is the thread of,
0: like, comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to click on the comments. Yeah. For the comments. And it was just me commenting. And I was like, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, took, it took me that. forever to figure it out. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'll use Twitter more. I've, de- I've debated red, on, like, red, sharing my thoughts. Show me what you mean. So I I was actually going to show you one of these videos. I think I left it. Oh, damn. It went away. away. It went away. Look at this. So, this is a snake with its head cut off. Oh, yeah. All right. And its, its head is cut off next to it. And then the snake's head, the bo- snake's body is still moving. Yeah. It moves in the way of the head. And then the snake's head bites its own body. And it starts to, the body starts to freak out because it got bit so I was like watching that that's insane that is actually a cool video but then I started watching so it would show so that's basically like TikTok yeah well this person this person's throwing rocks at cars (laughs) the next one
1: (laughs) this is the type of (laughs) shit that takes over everything It's
0: so funny (laughs) it's just dumb stuff but yeah fight and then I don't know. I love that shit, dude. I just love that fucking ridiculous shit. It's so dumb. Look, another school fight. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, and then I got onto like a whole thread of like cops (laughs) using their guns. (laughs) (laughs) It is just people. It is just dumb stuff. That's cool. Yeah.
1: But Damn, now I think I'm gonna just get addicted to
0: <laughs> Get addicted to Twitter. They're all addictive in their own way. Yeah, it's crazy. Good, but it's crazy. Uh, I usually go to Twitter for like. I didn't realize that it actually has a purpose of just like fast news. Like right now, what's going on? Yeah, And that's going to show you kind of like the top result or what's the most popular. I just want to see. I guess it's definitely. Full yeah, to that's what I made my
1: Twitter for. Is so I followed all the mainstream media's and then like yeah. different people who create new stuff. But still, my for you shit like that, random shit like that. Um, Sick. So it so just completely great. takes me away from yeah. the information that I want. Yeah.
0: Um, have you ever listened to? Do you know who Theo is? Oh, I'm a huge fan. I, I was was gonna listen say, to his you, guys get, you guys. You guys spar. Yeah. For most, just
1: what the fuck?
0: Oh, I don't. Dude,
1: he says some stuff where oh, it's dude. just like. Sometimes it's almost beautiful the the way he puts things. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like one of his says something about a hose. He's like. That's that fucking water snake. or No, like it was something even better. It was something even better. Or, or where he goes like, yeah, I was in class and and a teacher said that uh, lightning is just an angry rainbow.
0: He's like, I goddamn took my shirt off and saluted her. Facts. Yeah. Well, I just like it because that's him, dude. He's like yeah. so him and he's. He's, he's being himself so much to where, like, it's almost too much because yeah. he just doesn't have a filter. Yeah, You know? Where I I would say... Is this low-key, like, racist yeah. stuff? I can't oh, cancel him. I wanted
1: to... No. can cancel him because he's so authentic. Oh, it went away. He's not even trying to be. He's just
0: like... Oh, there it is. Just... We had this one guy, and he was always doing methamphetamines and all of that, you know? He was on operas and fucking... Side splitters He was on all of it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just a big, you know,
1: like a open wound he had and shit. He was fucked up. Mm. And he um, but he could make pizza so fast, you know, because he was on. It was was it good pizza? I kind, kind of hard, so Kind of hard wet hard in the, to the middle. To <laughs> me, it
0: was. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he was talking about. I think he said the other day. Yeah, he was just like, man, that's like that's just God's penis, man. Yeah. He's just like, that's just God talking to you or something. He's great, though. I feel like... Come on, baby. Yeah, he's great. I didn't... I I heard of him a lot, but I didn't realize that's his humor, and I love that just, like, type of humor, you know? This podcast is good. The, what What is that? This past weekend? Uh, yep. I just started listening to it.
1: He had um, Neil deGrasse Tyson on, and it is so... Is that a good one? Well, yeah, because Neil deGrasse Tyson is talking about <laughs> smart stuff about the cosmos, and he's just saying...
0: Like he's, just chiming he's just charming in He's just charming He's like, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Nah, nah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like I can guess what he would say. Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. talking about aliens, and his stopping. He's like, you ever think frogs will ever, like rule like
1: yeah. over <laughs> <laughs>
0: Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> yeah, I listen to all the Neil deGrasse Tyson ones with Joe Grogan already, but I need to start listening. i don't I'm gonna. I have that Spotify, one so I can't listen to Joe.
1: And it's it. almost I need to get it, and I think that's why they gave him such a big contract. Oh, two hundred million! Cause, yeah, because I think so smart. It, like I'm a fringe person where like I have Apple Music. Basically, all the music that I want is available. But having Joe Rogan
0: podcast is like the extra thing that would push me over the edge. Just go on YouTube. Are they on YouTube? No, they're not on YouTube anymore. Just the highlights because he's only on Spotify. Yeah, and you can get video on Spotify too. Wow. Okay.
1: Spotify is a superior platform why do you have music just my mom and my thing are linked so
0: family pays for it yeah definitely i don't really want to pay for my own yeah (laughs) i wouldn't if you don't have to i have title and everyone's like what do you have title yeah you have fucking title titles is shit dude it's good it's high quality but what my understanding of
1: title was like jay-z started it with somebody and like maybe p diddy and it was like gonna be like the gatekeeper of like a lot of exclusive
0: of their music like certain yeah, artists that's the idea, title is that they would release their stuff a little bit earlier on there or whatever i don't really know my dad got it when i was like in middle school or something and i signed up for it because you know it's he's paying for it but he was a big he's a big audiophile so he loves music and he loves music so much to where like we drove out to Colorado for this. I'm not going to get into the story, but he invested in these speakers called Magna Pans. And they're basically one of the most high-quality speakers you can get for under $20,000 or something like that. Some ridiculous number. 10000 I don't know. I'm not going to. But they're very, very thin, and they're great for acoustics. And they're not for, like, rap or anything, but they're, like, probably literally three inches wide. And they're this—they're three inches thick and, like, this wide. And they, you know, go up maybe seven feet, and you have two of them. And he would sit in the chair. He made a whole sound room. He put sound deadening, and he and he would just get a whiskey. He would just make a whiskey, and then just sit and just like listen to different music. And he had his laptop hooked up to it. He loves music. And, so badass. Yeah, no, it is cool. And then he eventually sold it, and he we still have some of the sound deadening on the on the walls or whatever. And now my brother lives in that room, but um,
1: where was sick. I going with
0: it? But title when when you Basically, his argument is you can't hear the difference in the quality on you know with shitty earbuds or maybe even Beats like, but like on stuff like that. He invested if he's going to listen to music that high quality. He even paid someone to come and perfectly position the chair and the, the speakers so you so it so when you sit down, the music's hitting you so it sounds like someone's singing in the middle at a concert. That's crazy, and it did sound like that. They were amazing, yeah. but he just. He just had to get rid of it. But um he just I don't know why he loves music that much. I like music, but not that much. That's next level. Though. Yeah. It's cool stuff. But uh his argument was this. That it was a higher quality whatever. So well, we're he's hilarious. Almost an hour and a half. So
1: now we gotta shut down and go to the Daily Wire Plus session. <laughs> Is that what we're the
0: doing? E- the extra. That's what Jordan Peterson does. I listen to him. Okay. I need do I need to listen to the Jordan Peterson podcast with um Joe Rogan, because everyone keeps on mentioning his name, but I haven't gotten around to it. Just well, like I, was I know Joe Rogan came on his, and he went on Joe Rogan, so they're definitely two different
1: conversations. But I listen to Jordan Peterson every once in a while, just because I think he's a little bit funny sometimes, and he gets so angry at libs and just. Goes, Actually, is, oh, is he a big yeah. conservative guy? Uh, I don't know. He's what's like going a religious those? conservative. Okay. He uh, yeah, and Lex like, Friedman's an AI guy. guy yeah okay. mm. that's what I need Lex you don't Friedman. need to listen to Jordan that no. he can be okay. I love his vocabulary but he can just be too fucking much sometimes okay. dude. but Lex Freeman, you think like, is someone I should listen Lex to Lex is awesome he, okay. he's one of those people where like I love the personality he's like a Joe Rogan type for me sweet alright so yeah. more Theo Vaughn and. yeah
0: hell yeah too much All Theo right. Vaughn though will kill your brain yeah, it's brave, so, so hard. Not I, I. put on podcasts when I pressure wash. I'm just laughing. People probably think I'm crazy, and I'm just like giggling while I pressure wash. Like, Is this guy getting off? He's Dude, gonna kill somebody. Yeah. All right, man. Well, We're, thanks for coming on. Thanks Alex. for having me on yes. the pod. Hey. <laughs>